everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works post-game show. This is I Need No Name, and I will be reviewing Bayern Munich's 4-2 win over Borussia Dortmund in Der Klassiker, which happens to be Thomas Tuchel's first game in charge of Bayern Munich this season. It's weird to have a new coach at this stage of the season. It's March, we have the Champions League quarterfinals coming up, and we just don't know what to expect, but today... He showed us that he can maybe be the guy. I'm not going to start singing his praises because of a single win. I mean, look, Dortmund kind of sort of gave it to us because they always come to the Allianz Arena with such a terrible mentality and they conceded the first goal thanks to a complete hollow by Gregor Kopel. But even so, this is very encouraging from the two-goal... Well, the two-goal... Um, I don't know, two-goal error or whatever you want to call it i don't not sure what we're supposed to term this because it's only been a game so far anyway let's talk about the game itself starting from the top which is the lineup Tuko decided to go back to basics four two three one this is what i've wanted for like ages now just nogglesman keeping it simple keeping it yeah, I, I mean simple and nogglesman basically don't go hand in hand this guy he used to do everything under the sun except for playing the most obvious formation with the most obvious setup. Today we had Alfonso Davies and Benjamin Favard as fullbacks, Matthias Delect and Dato Pumcano as centre-backs. Before the game, a lot of people, when they saw the lineup, they speculated that Pavard would play as a right centre-back in the back three. That's not what happened. He was very much in the back four today. Then you had Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka in the double pivot, Leroy Sané and Kingsley Coman on the wings with Sané on the right unexpectedly a lot of people assumed that he would be shifted to the left is part of Tuchel's project to revive him but it worked out because he was pretty good today and then you had Thomas Muller in the center and Chupamoting up top as I said the first goal was a complete howler by Gregor Kobel I cannot believe he did that I cannot even describe it because like just go watch and pre-play online because it's just it's just so bad and that was kind of just the can opener that Bayern Munich needed before that I think Bayern Munich were playing a little bit conservative a little bit scared they just did not have rubber the green and then once that goal happened everything just loosened up the um, joints were all well oiled well lubricated and everything just exploded into life very quickly it was 3-0 two goals thanks to Thomas Muller the captain, the leader, and the guy who is basically the beating heart and the brain of Bayern Munich. I've previously called jo- Joshua Kimmich the beating heart, but at this point, I'm happy to call Thomas Muller a dual organ because he just seems to do everything, especially in a setup like which is the 4-2-3-1. It just lets him get so much more involved. Then, second half started. Terzic made some changes, but they weren't enough. Again, another goal happened. This was... An assist by Leroy Sané to Kingsley Coman, with Thomas Muller getting in the middle again. He was responsible for basically everything today, honestly. Like, that goal that Coleman scored, it's not going to show up as an assist for Thomas Muller, but he was very much involved in that. That dummy was just sublime, and he knew exactly where Coman was on that, and that's something that only he could do. Then he got subbed off around, what, it was the 69th or 70th minute for Sadio Mane and Serge Gnabry coming on for... And then everything seemed to fall apart. Those last 20 minutes were absolutely appalling for Bayern Munich. Like, up till that point, I could have said that we should have been winning around 7 or 8 nil, honestly, given how dominant we were. But then after that, we just completely and 
utterly came apart at the seams. We did not have any real control. We did not have any dominance. We regularly let Dortmund get into our half and just put pressure on us. And that's what led to the penalty conceded by Serge Gnabry, who is not having a really good time at the moment. Oh man, this this coming after his excellent game against Belgium. I did not expect this from him. But anyway, so yeah, the penalty was converted by Emre Chan. And even though Jan Sommer did guess the direction correctly, and second, the second goal by Dortmund was another defensive error. It was just, it was just not pretty. And the entire last twenty minutes, Bayern Munich had no real control of the game. Did not really create too many chances. And Sadio Mane and Serge Gnabry were just so woeful. I do not want to see them on the pitch again. In terms of just positive takeaways from this, first of all, I have to mention, again, Thomas Muller. Like, you might think that I'm mentioning him too often here, but what else can you say when he scores two goals and practically assists the third? Like, what else can you say? Under Julian Nagelsmann, in games, even when games that Thomas Muller performed well, he was always, you know, searching for scraps. He was looking for the ball. He was never really fed the ball directly by the setup. He was always trying to get on the periphery of the plays, trying to make something happen through his own work rather than from the system. That's something that's very visible, for example, in the PSG second leg, which where he was, I mean, the man of the match, but still he had to basically force the giveaway that Verratti have made so that it would lead to the first goal scored by Chupa Moting. So that's the kind of role that Muller had in Nagelsmann's system where he was on the periphery, just trying to get that crucial moment of intervention in a 90 minutes so he would basically be involved once or twice or thrice in 90 minutes which would be enough generally for a player of his skill and talent to get a goal or an assist but here in Tuchel's system which is pretty similar to what coaches and Bayern's past have used it's the 4-2-3-1 we are used to it and Muller is so involved he's doing everything he's not just linking the offense and defense he's not just putting players in amazing positions to get goals. He's not just scoring himself. He had the defense lockdown because Emre Chan, this is something that was pointed out on Sony's halftime analysis, which was actually pretty good this time. I have to commend them. India's broadcasting of the Bundesliga is getting a lot better these days. So this was pointed out by them. And they showed how Thomas Muller was constantly monitoring and keeping an eye and keeping Emre Chan from linking up with the rest of the Dortmund midfield. And that kept Dortmund from building up play comfortably. And that is the reason why they looked so neutered all the way up to the point where Thomas Muller was subbed up. Because when he was subbed, no one took up that role. And because of that, because of that, Dortmund suddenly found it much easier to progress the ball on the pitch and much easier to put pressure on Bayern's own box. And once the pressure started, that's when the cracks in our game began to show. So basically what I'm saying here is Thomas Muller is crucial to the game, not just in offense, but in defense as well. And no coach can really afford to sub him off. I understand why Thomas Tuchel subbed him off today because he's going to need Muller against Freiburg in these next two games and against Man City. So I expect him to get subbed off early in the future games as well. But I hope that when he gets subbed off, he gets subbed off for someone who knows their role and knows how to compensate for Muller's loss. Because if, if not, there is a decent chance today that if Dortmund, if he were, say, for example, 3-0 up instead of 4-0 up when Muller got subbed, like, Dortmund might have made a comeback in the end because they were pushing. They were really pushing. And we could have just let them. That is very concerning, especially when you have a powerhouse like City coming up in the Champions League. 
the rest of the team, I will commend them. Leroy Sane was excellent. Not as good in the first half, in my opinion, as compared to the second. The first half, the first 20 minutes, he was pretty anonymous. But then in, from there, he started slowly getting more and more into the game. In the second half, I don't know. I think Tuchel changed some things around and maybe had a conversation with both him and Coman because they were so much better in the second half. They were getting up the pitch much better. They were receiving the balls in better positions and knew where to go. Like Sane was often dribbling straight into no man's land in the first half. And in the second half, he seemed to be linking up with everyone so much more easily, so much faster. His decision making looked faster. And he did get the assist for Coman's goal. And he had a good number of chances to maybe score or assist himself, but they did not come off, which I will put down partially to his low confidence at the moment and partially down to the fact that, you know, it's just a bit of luck. You know, those things happen. Kingsley Coman, good game by him. I have really nothing to say. I'm surprised that he was put on the left and played mostly as an inverted winger. I would like to see Coman maybe play as a traditional winger on the right in the next game with Muziala playing on the left, Sane going to the bench. This might be controversial, but I think there is several things that Bayern Munich could have done better in this game, including like just what the wing play was doing, what Alfonso Davies was doing on his flank. He lost the ball a little bit cheaply today, and he may have been a little bit tired. That's why... Thomas Tuchel decided to sub him off early. I think the subs, apart from the Muller sub, were pretty good. They did not really disrupt us all that much. So Edge Gnabry, completely useless when he came on. He is in such a rut. It's just so appalling to watch. And Sadio Mane, my goodness, Sadio Mane. He was diabolical. He was so bad that he wasn't even offside today. When Sadio Mane is not offside, you know things are really bad for him. It's a good thing we were already 4-0 up by then because the guy was just not doing it. Muziala coming on. He almost got a goal in that short little cameo he had. He's just so good. And I think that people keep complaining that Musiala just needs that one extra millisecond too long to shoot. I think that's why he needs Muller on the pitch with him right now. Because Muller is the kind of guy that buys you that extra millisecond. And once you get him on the pitch with Musiala, that's why I'm saying Musiala, Muller together. That is the combination that is going to be money for us in this season. And I hope Thomas Tuchel uses it sooner rather than later. The other thing that I'm just a little bit confused about is that Joao Cancelo came on, but we did not see Nusser Matsraoui come on. And I understand Ryan Gravenberch was long overdue for some minutes, but I would really like to see Nusser Matsraoui tested by the coach soon because I think that if the coach wants to use a 4-2-3-1 going forward, then Matsraoui and Alfonso Davies are this team's best options for the fullback spot. That is pretty much all I have to say. In terms of really comparisons between Tuchel and Nagelsmann, I think that Tuchel just kept it simple, and that's the main difference. He did not really say anything complicated, and you did not really see too much of a risk taking Bayern Munich today. All the passes played forward were sensible. There was very little in the way of senseless turnovers it was really good in that regard the pressing was a lot less how should i say it aggressive in the first half but a lot better in the second half so you can see to commit some tune-ups there and i think we will continue to see an evolution of buying meaning not really a revolution but an evolution but it may be an evolution of maybe hansi's bind rather than nagelsmann whose fingerprints look increasingly less obvious on this squad which is pretty crazy because he was in charge less than a week ago so this was my review remember you can find bavarian podcast works on twitter at bavarian Works. check out our blog check out our match observations and match awards thank you for listening and good night